really matters? That might be the most important question you can ask. So let's talk about it. Welcome to What Really Matters podcast, Everyday Spirituality with Karen Wyatt. I'm glad you're joining me today. I'm going to begin a discussion today about how we grow, and I'm referring specifically to how we grow spiritually. This is a topic that is, of course, of great interest to me because I'm highly motivated to want to grow spiritually, and that's what this entire podcast is about. But I want to present to you a model of growth in consciousness and the stages of consciousness. I think this will probably take me two episodes to be able to cover all of this information. But it's so important for us to understand the process of growth in order to successfully grow. Because if you, like me, desire to keep learning and to keep expanding in your capacity and your ability to see what really matters in life, to bring more love into the world, then you also need to understand how it works, how we actually do grow and how we progress from one stage to another. You'll also discover how you got where you are, the stages that you've been through in your life so far in order to get wherever you are right now. And understanding these stages of our consciousness of spirituality can really help us see clearly what's happening in society around us. It can help us understand our family members and friends and other people that we encounter and have a glimpse of where they might be in their process of development and see why sometimes conflicts occur between certain groups of people. And it helps us have more compassion, deeper clarity and understanding about what's going on in the world around us if we can clearly see these stages of growth and see how people grow, how they move from one place to another, how they learn, and also see sometimes how people don't grow and where they might get stuck and where perhaps they have become fixed in a way and are no longer taking in new information or growing in ways that they could. So this material comes from, there are literally hundreds of different models out there for development and growth. And Ken Wilber, uh, who is the founder of Integral Theory, is one person who has really studied all of those models and synthesized them and brought them together. So he's taken the wisdom and the findings and the studies of many, many other people and found all the commonalities between them and brought them together into this integral model. But many other people have also talked about these stages of development and growth. I'm particularly going to be focusing on how we grow spiritually, but these stages we go through psychologically, emotionally, and uh, in, in our development as human beings. 
So part of this information is based on the model called Spiral Dynamics, which was researched initially by Claire Graves and then really fleshed out and defined by Don Beck and Chris Cowan. And Ken Wilber has also adopted Spiral Dynamics and um, expanded upon it in his work as well. So if you'd like to read more about that, you can Google Spiral Dynamics and learn. It's just fascinating. I love this information. It's been some of the most helpful information I've ever had in my life in terms of understanding myself and also understanding other people and being able to see clearly what's happening in the world right now. So I encourage you to look up Spiral Dynamics if you'd like to read more about it, because I'm only going to be able to give you a tiny glimpse of it in this podcast right now, but there's so much more information out there. Also, I encourage you to read Ken Wilber. Um, His writing is very challenging, but the book Integral Vision is has been very simplified and his model has been really honed down to just the basics in that book. It's a small, short book easy to read and easy to grasp. So I rec- I recommend that book as well if you're interested in learning more about the entire integral model because these stages of development are just part of that model. So there's much more to learn about Ken Wilber's integral vision. So as we dive into this a little bit today and start talking about these stages of our spiritual development... I just want to remind you first to to remember that we accept that we go through stages of development in all parts of our lives. We know that a child develops from being an infant to a toddler to a preschooler to an elementary age child. Um, a preteen, then a teenager, adolescent, and then moves on into adulthood. We accept all those stages of development. And there are certain things we understand about those stages that a toddler cannot possibly understand as much as an adolescent because their brains haven't developed as much. They haven't experienced as much. They simply haven't learned as many things, but they don't have the capacity to learn the things that an adolescent can learn. So we already have this understanding that as human beings, we grow naturally. We go through different stages and it actually happens like a toddler doesn't will itself to begin walking and talking and to start learning how to read and write. It happens naturally. So growth through stages is part of how we're designed. It's part of the this human nature that we were born with, that we came here with this roadmap, this pattern almost of growth. And so as far as our spiritual development is concerned, we also develop through stages. And to a certain extent, it happens for us naturally, up until what Ken Wilber has called our set point. So Ken uh, believes and and many other researchers do too that we are born with a spiritual set point 
And we can fairly easily in our life grow to the place of our set point. And then if we don't work on ourselves or we don't actively try to grow, we will probably stay at our set point. And so that's an important concept to remember as far as spiritual growth goes. In our physical bodies, we continue to grow and age and change throughout our lifetime. Spiritually, we may reach a point where we don't easily grow anymore. We have to work at it. We have to challenge ourselves. And life itself may challenge us by bringing us difficulties that we have to either learn from and grow through or be defeated by. So keep in mind this concept of a set point that spiritually we may grow to our set point fairly early in life during our teen years or our 20s. We may reach our set point and many people just stay at whatever that point is at whichever stage they had as a set point and they don't feel a desire to grow. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm assuming that you like me have the inner desire to keep growing and to keep learning and a desire to face the challenges and the difficulties of life, the suffering and the pain and to figure out how to navigate it how to get through things, and how to perhaps use use them to become a better person, to become the best self that you can be. And so that desire is really necessary to help us move beyond our set point. And you may know people who simply don't have that desire. They don't really care to become a better person. They may think they're they're a great person and they may not feel that there's anything else to learn or anything more they need to know about life. And so those are maybe people who've reached their set point and feel content there and don't feel a reason to move from it. And they may not understand why you feel driven inside, why why you feel this constant desire to keep learning things, to keep growing, to check things out, to explore and see what else is out there. They may not understand that about you. But that is built into these stages that we're going to talk about. So I just wanted to mention that idea of the set point. And it will probably come up again later in our in our discussion here. So sometimes when we talk about stages of growth, it seems a little bit off-putting. And I think the reason for that is there's an implication that... Th- there's a hierarchy of the stages and that the higher the stage you're at, the better you are, (laughs) that people at higher stages are better people than people at lower stages. And that's a bit of a misconception because in fact, every stage is important. Each one of us goes through each one of these stages and there isn't really a better or worse stage. Ken Wilber sometimes says, you know, uh, more expanded stages are more adequate, but every stage is fine wherever it is. It's, it's being at the stage that's right for you 
or continuing to work on yourself so that you can grow to higher stages if you feel inclined to do that. If you feel the drive and the push to grow, it's being able to continue to do that so that you do grow. But for people who've reached their set point and are content there, there's nothing wrong with that. We're not judging that. It's fine for people to be where they are because each one of us, each one of us comes with this set point and we also come with our genetic traits and our families and the life experiences that we have. And sometimes we have all the ingredients needed to keep growing and growing. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we are we are experience a li- experiencing a lifetime in which it's okay to be content and to just be happy wherever we are. And some of us don't feel driven to keep moving forward. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. So when we talk about these stages, the idea is not to judge any one of the stages, simply to understand it better and to learn about the stages. So Sometimes when we describe stages, we get the idea that we're talking about, say, a ladder that we're walking up, going upward in rungs. But I think it's more helpful if we think about these stages as, say, a balloon, as concentric spheres. So I I think of it sometimes as a balloon within a balloon within a balloon. And the first balloon is is only expanded a small amount. But the next balloon that contains that balloon inside of it is expanded to a larger extent. And then the next balloon, even more expanded, but expanded enough so that it can contain all of the earlier balloons. So the idea of growth in this way is to expand the sphere, to expand in every direction and expand the capacity for what we are able to hold. But in terms of what we hold, we hold all of the previous stages that we have grown through. We continue to carry all of those within us. So in some ways, while we may have developed to what we might think of as a more adult level of spirituality, we also still contain the worldview of a toddler and of a preteen. We also still contain those experiences, those outlooks, those uh, the values that we had at those ages, even though we have expanded beyond them and they're not operative within us, we still contain them. That can explain why sometimes we might feel like we regress all the way back to being a teenager, which is something that happened to me when I was taking care of my mom at the end of her life. Suddenly, you know, for, for one moment, I was 12 years old again when I was relating to her and caring for her. And um, I was kind of reliving some of those earlier experiences of my life. But I still contained that 12-year-old who had been wounded in some way by my mom. I still contained it. I still contained the pain. I still contained the experiences of that 12-year-old, even though now I see it all so differently and I understand it, I still had the emotions of the 12-year-old within me that I could actually return to and recall. 
So I'm not sure I'm making sense as I describe this, but what Ken Wilber, the term Ken uses, is that we transcend and include each stage as we grow. So one way to look at it, a toddler first learns how to crawl. And when the toddler next learns how to walk, the toddler is still able to crawl. The, the, this new phase of walking still includes the ability to crawl. That hasn't been lost or given up or thrown away. It's just that the toddler chooses to walk because that's the new expanded capacity. But the ability to crawl is never lost. It's included in this new being that is now upright and able to walk on two legs. That ability is always there and can be utilized if it's needed at any time, the ability to crawl. So think of it that way. We don't lose or give up or throw away necessarily parts of our earlier stages. We carry them with us. But ideally, we keep transcending them, we keep expanding, and we keep growing. And so as we expand to a larger sphere, we have a greater capacity for more understanding of things. We can see more clearly, we can see more things around us, we can understand things more easily, we learn more, we are more resilient as we grow in our capacity. However, while we do include the previous stages we've been through in our current stage, we also find it necessary as we transcend, as we move from the previous stage to a new stage, we find it necessary to leave behind a few things, to leave behind some of the beliefs, some of the behaviors we had in that earlier stage that don't fit with us any longer. So we do have to have discernment. We carry with us that earlier stage, but we have now have a new view of what that stage was like. And we can see more clearly, oh, that part of that stage doesn't fit me anymore. I can see beyond that now. I don't need to still carry on with that activity or that behavior or that belief because I have a new way of seeing things now. So there is this process as we grow to a new stage, as we transcend our previous stage, we bring with us all of the best parts of that earlier stage. We include all of those and we leave behind the aspects of that stage that no longer fit and that no longer work for us or benefit us. So it requires some discernment and it takes some work. This process of transcending, it takes a little bit of work as we clarify how do we think now? How do we see the world now? What is our new perspective? What is it okay to leave behind and what do we bring with us? And so I want to just um, take a little aside here because I just heard something really interesting that I think fits well as we're looking at transcending and including what do we include, what do we take with us, what do we leave behind when we're growing. And um, I'll probably come back to this, this thought again later, but I recently heard someone in a podcast talking about Frank Lloyd Wright, the architect. 
And people were asking him how he was so creative with his building and the the buildings he designed, just so unusual and unique. And he said, you know, 85% of all architecture is the very same because we all have to follow the rules. You can't bypass the rules of gravity and structure and physics and how things, how, how things relate to each other in building. And so he said the other 15% is where creativity resides. And that's where we're completely free to do whatever we want. But 85% is the same. And so I was really fascinated by that. I really loved that concept and that idea. And I was thinking about that when we're working on transcending and including to remember that maybe we bring with us 85% of the previous stage. And the 15% is where we... We let go of old things so that we can grasp new things at our new level, at our new stage of development. And so I don't know if those numbers hold true exactly, but I really like that concept that there are these certain rules of existence and that we have to abide by, that we we don't have a choice. We don't have a choice of how our cells divide and how our bodies grow and how aging happens. There are certain things that we, we can't change or control. They are just givens. They are just part of what we accept as being human living creatures here on this planet. But there's this 15% that we have complete freedom over and control over that, that we can make lots of choices and we can decide what we want to do with that part of ourselves and that part of our lives. So anyway, I was fascinated by that comment. I really liked it. And I've been looking at it in lots of areas of my own life. So I wanted to take that little aside to mention that there as we're talking about transcending the previous stage, including the old stage, but leaving behind whatever doesn't serve. So so we've talked about this idea of growth happening like concentric spheres that get larger and larger and larger and keep expanding. And that's our consciousness, our conscious ability to perceive this life, this human life, but to perceive spiritually, perhaps to perceive what's happening in the entire universe, to perceive other realms, um, so to speak, that grows and grows and grows as we move through these stages. But as mentioning Frank Lloyd Wright talking about there are certain rules because it's true, there are rules for our growth. And one of those rules is that we cannot skip over any of the stages. We have to go through each progressive stage as we develop. And depending on where our set point is, we might move through the first few stages very quickly and at an early age and not even be aware of the fact that we're growing and moving through these stages. But we can't skip any of them. We do have to go through them, though some stages might be fairly easy for for us to pass through and we might go through rather quickly, especially if we have a set point that's at um, a couple of stages higher.
But also, as I've said once before, every stage is important. So that's why we can't skip them. There's something to be gained. There's something to be included and brought with us from every single stage. So we don't want to denigrate any of the stages. Every stage has its value and teaches us something that we need to know. And another interesting thing is that from within our current stage, whatever stage we happen to be at of our consciousness, it's very hard to recognize other stages. So the stage that we're in appears to be the most important stage, the best stage, the highest stage, but in some ways, the only stage that really matters. So it's natural for us to actually reject and judge other stages. That's kind of built into it that each stage seems to demonize other stages, particularly the stage below and the stage above. Each stage believes that it has the the best or the right or the correct point of view and perspective, and that the other stages are wrong and lacking in something that they're headed in the wrong direction, that they simply don't see what's important. Um, but this is the more, this is an integral point of view to be able to say every stage matters, every stage has its value, and people are wherever they are. And so we don't really judge people for being at their particular stage because they may not have had circumstances in life that have allowed them to grow beyond the stage where they are right now. And so I mentioned that already, but it's important that we begin to see these stages for what they are. But as we learn about other stages, that we lose some of our judgment of those stages and that we develop more compassion for other stages and people who are at those stages of development. And with that, we also remember ourselves that we ourselves have gone through earlier stages and we look back with compassion upon ourselves. Oh gosh, I just didn't understand things then. I just couldn't see this then. Um, but now I do. And so recognize there are people at earlier stages who simply can only see what they see based on the stage where they are. They just may not see things the way you see it. And they can't help it. <laughs> let's say that. Let's let's put it that way. They they cannot help it at that point. If they don't feel a drive to grow and learn new things, if they don't feel this this momentum inside of them that's pushing them toward greater expansion, then they can't do much about that. They can't will themselves to grow until life brings them the opportunities and the ingredients that they need in order to grow. So one thing I wanted to mention also, before we get into these stages and talk about, we're going to talk about four of the stages, even though there are several more, but these are the four most important stages in our society right now that are operative, that the stages tend to alternate 
from being communal or group focused, you could say we focused, to being individualistic and focused on the self and my own growth as an individual. And so that's something we'll see as we talk about the stages. And that's sometimes where there are misunderstandings between stages as well, because someone who's at an individualistic stage totally rejects the previous stage when they were part of a group, a coherent, rigid um, group, and is now relieved to finally be able to say, I'm my own person, I have my own ideas and my own thoughts, and I want to be who I am. But someone who is at a group stage where their focus is on being in community, being part of the group, will believe that someone who's working on themselves as an individual is very selfish and will demonize stages when when the focus is more individualistic as being completely wrong and egocentric and violating the rules of the group and the community. So there's a lot of conflict between stages because at some stages we're working much more on ourselves as individuals. At other stages, we're more focused on the community and feeling connected to others and wanting to be part of something bigger than ourselves, a bigger group. So uh, that that growth back and forth, swinging back and forth from me me focus to we focus is the cause of some of the conflicts between stages and levels that happen. So then uh, one more thing to talk about. Uh, so I've described that what I experience, and I believe if you're even listening to this podcast, you, you may be experiencing it too, is this momentum or internal drive to want to grow and expand in consciousness, to want to learn more, to experience more, to see more, and um, to explore more and just have, have a greater understanding of this world and of the universe, of everything that's there, an understanding of God, if there's a God, an understanding of how things work, of how all of this happens and comes together and how we grow. So that inner momentum pushes us to keep growing at what, whatever stage we're at, to learn as much as we can at this stage. And what may happen when we have really maxed out our stage, whatever stage we're at right now, we may have grown and expanded and learned as much as we can. And we may suddenly find ourselves no longer content with where we are. It may feel to us like, like whatever we're doing right now, the space that we're in is too small for us. So we might be part of a group that we feel like doesn't fit us anymore. We might be in relationships or in a job that starts to feel too constricting and feels like we cannot be who we need to be in the moment. And we may feel a need to break free from it in order to keep expanding. And I think that's 
what begins to happen as we reach the the limits of one stage and we're getting ready to transcend to a new stage is that we can become very discontent and dissatisfied with where we are at one stage. I think it's helpful to know that because it may help us understand like we might be thinking, gosh, just like six months ago, I was so happy. It felt like everything was right. Everything was perfect. But it might be that you've reached, you've, you've maxed out on the stage of consciousness where you are and that you're really ready for something more, for a bigger view. You're ready to expand. And it's why this this place where you are right now feels too tight and too narrow. And that's a normal experience to have. So I wanted to talk about that so that if you have reached that point where it feels like it's time to grow, you recognize that's a normal thing to happen and it's okay. And that it will pass when you're able to expand and that perhaps what you need to do is work on yourself a little bit. Look a little bit at your shadow. Are there things that you need to heal or see within yourself that might be holding you back? Are there new things you feel inspired to learn about or read about or listen to? And sit with it for a while and recognize that it takes time to transcend from one stage to another. And so you may feel this discontent and discomfort for a while as you're in the process of your healing, the things that you need to let go of from your current stage, you're taking on some new ideas and thoughts from the next stage. And while all of that comes together, it may be a gradual process of shifting from one stage to the other. And then one final thought about this growth that we do is that I'm talking about how we grow spiritually in our consciousness, but we grow through these same stages in all the rest of our, all the rest of our being, all the rest of ourselves emotionally, psychologically, uh, even our physical skills, even our uh, values, the things that we care about also grow through stages. So we may not be 100% of ourselves at one level. And some of the researchers say at any given time, we're about 50% of, of ourselves is at one level, 25% remains at the previous level and 25% is already into the next level. And so that may be an explanation for why at times you may feel like you're different people, that in different areas of your life, in different places where you function, you may feel like, wow, like I'm so enlightened. I have all these thoughts, these higher thoughts. There may be other areas of your life where you feel um, much more primitive, like I'm reacting just from my base emotions. I'm not even using my consciousness here. And you may feel a little bit schizophrenic about all of all of the different ways that you can show up in the world. But part of that is because growth happens slowly. Parts of you get left behind. Parts of you can grow more quickly. And then parts of you are still kind of in the middle of all of that. So those are some of the trajectories of our growth and how it happens. 
Now, I haven't even been able to talk about the stages yet, and it's time to end the conversation for today, but I'm just going to, I'm going to mention the stages, which I'll talk about next week. The four that we're going to talk about are traditional, then rational or individual, then pluralistic or or postmodern, and then finally integral. And so we're going to go into a lot more detail on each of these stages next week, what they consist of, what we learn at each stage. And so you can look forward to that. Uh, I thought we could maybe do all of that today, but there just isn't time. So uh, stay tuned. Next week, we'll talk about much more of how we grow and expand in our consciousness. So until then, remember that we're here for love. So face your fear, be ready for whatever life brings you next, because it's probably trying to help you grow and expand and love each and every moment of your life. Bye-bye.